Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We're telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. That is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. All right, well, welcome to Montana Voices Podcast, episode 42. It's great to be back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And I'm not sure what we were going to name this one. Uh, Some about Spotify, how we're not on Spotify and probably won't be on Spotify. But uh, uh, it seems yeah, I, you know, well, let's just admit that we f- we forget. So, uh, oh, wait, we had 41 or 42. Uh, I don't know. I forget, man. <laughs> 42, it is. We'll we'll count upwards. The numbers mean nothing. I'm going to have you run us through the business so I don't have to pull up that recording again. Oh gosh, yeah, no, that one. We surely get a stock one uh, somewhere. Yeah, didn't uh, some AM radio station give us a hip hop uh, role once? Maybe they could do our business in the same same manner. Oh my god, I think I saved. I hope I saved that somewhere. Oh god, I hope I saved that. That's gonna be detrimental. I'm gonna cancel the whole show if we if I can't find that now. Anyways, uh, you're listening to this cast. You probably found us at our website, MontanaVoicesPodcast.com. If you'd like to hit us up with any questions, concerns, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, our email address is going to be MontanaVoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is going to be at Montana underscore Voices. Our Facebook account at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find all of our podcasts on YouTube currently uh, just by searching Montana Voices Podcast. Uh, fuck Spotify. Yeah, they're destroying podcasting, and the thing that makes podcasting great, which is the no barriers to entry. I mean, guys like us can do it, and it's a, a very open platform, or formerly was, but they desire to be uh, the iTunes of podcasting. So we will not be on Spotify. Do you have to pay to be on Spotify? No, you don't have to pay to be on Spotify, and I think they accept just about everyone Right Why now, aren't we then? Like, is it just uh, just the principle of the matter? Is my feeling on it? Um, how they do just desire to close the system. I mean, if you're and the exclusive, if they were hosting their own platform, great. A lot of people do that. Um, but their recent move to ex- have exclusive access to podcasts, such as uh, Joe Rogan, for example, is what uh, grinds my gears, so to speak. Who else do they have? exclusive access to uh, didn't they get that uh shock jock guy that for some reason is still relevant with the bad hair Howard Stern yeah that's the guy really did, did, I thought uh, he was on Sirius oh well maybe he's doing both they have a a few exclusive podcasts that they pay for and they're the big heavy hitters um, that they paid for let's see here I'm, I'm looking at their Facebook because this is interesting uh, or no their Wikipedia I mean Bill Simmons. I don't know who that it's is. It's not important, apparently. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, 
Oh yeah, this is why last podcast on the left. Oh yeah, that's, that's why you're why bitter. bitter. That's, why, that's <laughs> why I'm bitter. I forgot all about them. I haven't listened to a single one since they is went that, exclusive. Well, yeah, because you don't have a Spotify account. I, mean, I could. Um, it's also free. We went but... all in on YouTube because we don't like YouTube ads when we're watching YouTube, and as a result, we had no need for Spotify because we had uh, Google Play Music, now YouTube Music. That's hard and... to keep track of. Uh, Google likes to make things, not necessarily have them. Yeah. Uh, you know, YouTube Music kind of sucks us so far, so it's... Uh, Hard to say is it if we'll stick around with that. Google Play Music, because that's the platform I'm using and holding on to till they take it from my cold, dead hands. Uh, if I want to figure out a way to download your media first before you can't anymore. Well, I, I click the button to transfer, so it should all be there, I think. Okay, good. Yeah, you should be all right then. I would just say make sure ahead of time there because uh, you don't want to lose your stuff. No, no, and it would be uh, irresponsible not to have a backup outside of the cloud anyway. So if you lose your stuff, it's your, your own fault. Precisely. Well, let's so, get uh, anyways, back yeah, into Montana. Uh, getting back to it there. There's no old news. Nothing has happened recently. Uh, you know, the coronavirus is still out there. Uh, you know, body counts rising. You know, numbers keep pumping up. Uh, let the bodies hit the floor, and I, I fear it's going to be much worse come fall when uh, we don't have... A few environmental factors that are working in our favor, such as sunshine. And uh, that's when the regular flu kicks up as well. Lucky us. Uh, yeah, well, you know, this is just the regular flu, you know, depending on who you ask. So Yeah, I, it depends on who you ask, but I try to only listen to people that might be in the know. So <laughs> I wouldn't uh, put much credence into what some people say about this. Uh, we might as well uh, dump in the mask if we were going to open up the... Uh, coronavirus thing bullock did have a uh, another he, he does his weekly cast thing or whatever where he talks about the virus and there was no new news this week other than the new numbers uh um few cases uh in counties that didn't have any cases and including my county um, about a couple weeks ago mineral county got two cases of it and we're still below the threshold of four if you have four or more cases or confirmed cases you have to be strict about masks and gatherings and such but a whole 10 people live here, so I don't think we'll... Hopefully we don't cross that threshold. Yeah, I think we had that many kick up at the school, finally. Oh, yeah, I heard so, there was two new ones at Great Falls you know, High. The school, yeah, the high school, I believe. Yeah, that. I mean, that's to be expected. I mean, this should be to the surprise of nobody. As I understand, they haven't canceled classes at all. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure all the kids are still sharing cigarettes like they always would be, and um, <laughs> you know, they had the janitors come in and like deep clean on the weekend, and all that seemed to do was just uh, anger the town folk because all you saw online was just uh, everybody getting pissed and about the janitors uh, cleaning or? things that like, oh, well, this is watch, they're just using this coronavirus is an excuse to pay them overtime so they don't have any money left so then they can say they need more money for the levy and uh, you know well, they're wow, gonna vote I the just, levy down anyway it, it's so. really baffling well it seems like there's always something to complain about uh in that camp uh, in, in some places great falls specifically has this phenomenon where they hate the schools it feels like and i don't understand that 
it is their fetish. They just love hating the school district, no matter what it feels like. As if I see it all the time. Like it is know, it the administration supposed to like help out the kids and stuff, but because the like until the administrators are paid minimum wage, it's like they nobody's on board. That's true, and uh, I mean, I know we talked about the superintendent pay, wasn't it? Hundred fifty, hundred sixty, somewhere around there, which it seems it's like pretty penny. It is a pretty penny, but a thousand plus employees. If you're the manager overseeing, I mean, that's above a general manager. I mean, in the uh, I guess the private sector, um, some, something with that much responsibility, that many employees, that many different branches. You're, I think they're getting off pretty cheap for you know getting that kind of administrator. If you're going to pay a minimum wage, then you're going to get somebody with minimum wage it, it, skills. Indeed, and it feels like they just assume that it's going to go to somebody who just loves the job for, you know, the sake of having the job. But it's—I mean, uh, most teachers are that way because um, to start an out teacher, it's under four. I think it was thirty-eight in Great Falls, and I think that's pretty close to the Montana average. But if you want to be a cop in Great Falls, that starts at was it fifty-five to sixty for your first year out of uh, on the GFPD. Good, uh, good source of money there. So, <laughs> um. So teachers, they're the ones that might do it for the you know the love of teaching and love of children or whatever. But I don't think anybody's administrating for the love of being an administrator. And as a result, you have I mean, to pay if them they a bit are, more. you don't want them being an administrator because like that's just God. You love being the boss. That's sick. <laughs> and. The uh, superintendent and I think most principals have doctorates or at least a, a master's. I think a doctorate's required for. Uh, I'll, I'll look at the requirement. We reviewed this on an old cast, but that's. Uh, I mean, for what you're getting, the pay is actually low compared to what they could make in the private sector. And then, yeah, when you you know, roll it all back to how many people they have to manage and, um, you know, the, just the day-to-day operations that go involved with that, it becomes like. It, it, it's not the same as running a, a McDonald's necessarily. Yeah, a few less people, and I think the margin for error is uh, significantly higher. So, precisely. So, so I have uh, not seen that same hatred for other school districts, and I don't know what Great Falls fetish is. Was it just that Hauk lady that they didn't like? Or am I getting uh, my? Uh, was Hauk involved with it? Even I thought she was a commissioner. Oh yeah, the commissioner with the uh, yeah pig factory or something. Uh, you know, here's the, you know, we're mixing up all of our Great Falls rage. Uh, there's quite a bit of it. I'm so enraged that I can't, uh, can't. Exactly. What are we mad about? The pig factory. Why? Because the school district's charging us levy for it, I think. Uh, Right? Yeah, I think that was it. Well, if you had a pig factory, which on the pig district levy. I mean, if you added that much commercial taxable property to to, uh, Cascade County... I think you wouldn't need a levy. Uh, probably, but then uh, that brings in all the problems that come along with the slaughterhouse, which is what they wanted to bring in. And I'm against that because I really just don't want uh, all the problems that come with having a commercial slaughterhouse right next to your your town. Certainly there's a problem. I mean... Indeed. So I would rather just, you know, fork up the extra 26 bucks a month or whatever the fuck it is and... Uh, you know, call it even. Well, some but people chose neither. The rest of the town will die on this hill over their dead bodies if they, if you think you're going to get, uh, you know, any more money out of them uh, for 
Mrs. Euchre's paycheck. Uh, taxation is theft, you know. So, that's the thing I hear Straight with up. every levy that comes out. Ah, it's not going to teachers or supplies. Administrators got a raise or whatever. Moving away from Great Falls, let's, uh, I don't know, you want to do the water compact or you want to do a racist lake? We go straight for the racist lake, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll end up on a high note. There is a lost Coon Lake, today I learned. Um, and there's still. A, still, there was a, um, and the people that own property around that lake, and this is around Whitefish, so we're talking about million-dollar houses to begin with. But, I mean, they've, they've got their own private lake, essentially. It's lost. It's lost loon. <laughs> or uh, not, or no, lost no, Lost Coon Lake, excuse me. Um, the, and they've been calling it Lost Loon Lake because nobody wants to say coon. Which uh, You mean they don't want to or like they're just not doing it outside of like uh, parties with other people around that area? I mean, other than making fun of them for living on Lost Coon Lake, I, I don't think uh, anybody's calling it that. And certainly in the, uh, there's also a golf course and sort of a resort that's there. And in their promotional material, they call it Lost Loon Lake. Even though on Google Maps... I like Loon. So uh, that, That's the bird, isn't it? I'm not even sure, but uh, as far as I know, it's not racist. I'm pretty racist. sure a Loon's a bird. It's a Canadian duck or some Canadians. shit. Canadians? Let me look it up. Ah. Nice Canadian. Ah. Good when we started on Canadians, Bryce. So it's worth noting history. There are some people that are quick to say that the term coon is not racist and that the naming of this lake was not racist. Consider the history that this lake was... The name Lost Coon Lake was a compromise. It used to be called um, Lost N-Word Lake. And so they uh, compromised um, in the 80s to rename it from that. So it definitely does have a racist legacy. But for some reason, we're seeing some backlash. And I think typical of a lot of issues, those that are um, most offended are least affected. The people that The majority of the people that own property around the lake, I think it was like, 12 out of 21, which is more than a majority, want to change the name, but this has caused an uproar, and people that have, like myself, have never heard of this lake before, are suddenly talking about heritage and history or something. The usual um, doppelganger that they put in there for casual racism. Yeah, um, I don't know, the fact that they just didn't name it Lost Loon like back in the 80s is also just very disappointing. Well, it was a compromise. Uh, I guess some people wanted to comp- have it still be Yeah, named, who, um, <laughs> who wanted it to stay? Uh, I don't have their names. <laughs> Records from that area are spotty. Um, so going back to history, uh, when it was settled in the early late 1800s to 1900s, there was a woman there who had a, a shop of some sorts, and they called her the N-Word, so they cost, called it Lost N-Word Lake. Um, turns out that woman was not black. She was actually Mexican. That's even worse. <laughs> so as always, um, and this does happen to me occasionally, um, they're getting their racist terms mixed up. They're, they're calling me the wrong racial slur. I take back one to go to the story first. Like, I thought we could make fun of it, but this is just like, I'm just disappointed now. Well, it, <laughs> it is disappointing. It's like now, at least, or is this like something like they got a debate in, like, we're going to hear from... Uh, you know, uh, Montana's finest about why we should keep the name around. I'm sure people that don't live near Whitefish will bust themselves up there to protest this. So, and uh, yes. it, it's coming up to the oh, commission. Buses. Uh, the, uh, at least they're not coming from Portland, right? I was going to say, you, which way are they coming? They're not coming in from uh, Spokane, are they? 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what's out that way. You know what's out that way. I have never, I've never seen one, and I've been promised, including my local rep. Me either. My local rep, Jennifer Fielder, whatever she is, House District, whatever. Um, she kind of started this. It's like, ah, oh, they're 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 loading up some buses in Portland, and they're 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 coming to Western Montana. And uh, I think it was Antifa that was coming over here, or it could have been BLM. I think they use those terms interchangeably. Antifa sounds uh, I, I, it sounds like an ant, straight up like somebody's ant. And I know we covered this last time, but there was a thing circulating around about them having a special BLM meeting over at the Garnet Ghost Town, and that was yeah, in mid-August. like a firearms training. <laughs> and uh, as far as I know, that did not happen. Of course it didn't. <laughs> because it's, it's not... It's like any... any you know what, everyone? Let, let me throw this right back to... Uh, real quick to the beginning of the show. And just put it out there. If anyone knows of any Antifa... Like we want to know if they exist. Uh, hit us up, MontanaVoices@gmail.com. Well, as, we want to know what's up. Well, everybody has access to a printer, and that was the one where somebody printed out some flyers and hung them up, saying BLM, Garnet, whatever. And apparently, anybody can register a domain because uh, I think as we're recording this, Antifa.com redirects to JoeBiden.com. That <laughs> yeah, anybody can register a domain. Apparently, um. Somebody in this. Well, yeah, remember when um, I'm trying to think, uh, Jeb Bush, 2016, I think. Did they do the same thing to him, oh. Jeb? Yeah, that was that was the final nail in the coffin. There is that he forgot to grab his own domain, and it happened to expire right at the worst time possible. And one of Trump's aides picked it up, and it redirected back to Trump's page. <laughs> uh well, if you can't manage your domains, do you have any business running a country? Nope. <laughs> there you have it, and that's why we don't have a Bush. <laughs> why we're not having that debate on Bush. And uh, speaking of presidents, uh, recent poll shows that Trump is up seven points in this state, which is less than his margin that he won by in 2016. Well, you know, I kind of had a feeling he would be up in this area. Seems like we're uh, conservative folks. Uh, it's not up in Missoula, I'll tell you that much. So, yeah, Great Falls is still fairly split, but uh, you know, it's not been what I've seen over the past like three years or so. It's not. There's not been a lot of swaying. Uh, everybody who you know was on one side or the other is basically just more hardened in their opinions. Hmm. If only there was some other option. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you're going to be mad oh, about you know, we, bringing up a We can keep party. dreaming, I suppose. Uh, we can. I mean, it'll be painful. When is the right time? When is the right time to uh, make that jump? But we'll get back to that, or, or not. <laughs> Let's, uh, uh, <laughs> this is towards the end of the list, but we'll skip to it. Apparently, uh, Pence is going to make a visit to the Bozeman area. And the campaign is getting a little bit of hot water because they have done no coordination with the health department, the Gallatin County Health Department, on that subject. So, Why would they need to? Um, there's a pandemic going on. They Did you see the footage there? I'm trying to think which state they were in. It was like New Hampshire, I believe, but there was a mask order within that state. 
And so uh, over the loudspeaker before they started up the campaign rally, uh, you know, they make the announcement that there's the, you know, in accordance with state law or mandate or whatever it is, please wear your masks. And immediately everybody starts booing and going crazy and nobody puts on their masks. Uh, of course not. We're uh, even losing it uh, here in Missoula County. I uh, had to do some shopping today and went to the uh, worst Walmart. It's always disappointing going to Walmart. But, hey, we're else going to get a birthday present in charcoal at the same place. So, yeah. Anyway, but masks, uh, we were only about 90% masks, which is a big switch from recently. Um, you couldn't go anywhere without a mask in Missoula, and I think most places you still can't. But we're... Uh, we're losing our grip on the masks in Missoula County. And I understand uh, yeah, well, Yellowstone County is already there. You're more not masked than, than you have there. I assume so. There's probably a lot of people showing up and giving the excuse, oh, I can't breathe. I got, I got a medical condition. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Schrodinger's mask. It's either completely ineffective against the virus or it'll strangle you. <laughs> it's one or the other. I... <laughs> uh, you know, either die by the ma- by the virus or die by lack of oxygen. I mean, uh, <laughs> so um, here, like I said, I'm in Mineral County. Um, there is not really any gatherings, and so as a result, there's not very many masks. And I understand that some churches have taken up this cry and are hosting mask-free only services. Uh, ironically, before their mask services, where the um, I assume vulnerable people would go right after. So the first service is uh, mask-free. Talking about one church in particular in Great Falls. The second service is for the vulnerable population. <laughs> so they get exposed to all the services that these maskless people touched uh, just hours before. Whoa, so like people who you know, potentially may have been like staying in their basement for an extended period of time could leave then and go to this uh, worship service? Yes. Open to everybody. But no masks. if they go... They would risk potentially, uh, you know, infection, essentially. Yes. Ooh, catch-22. Yeah, I know. Leaving the basement for God. It's, uh... Ah. Send me a sign, Lord, but please let it be at the top of the stairs. So, um, Pence, like on sort of the MO of the uh, this administration, is uh, we're in charge and you have to deal with that. Uh, we're going to do our things. Um, so he's coming to Bozeman next week to campaign for Gianforte, who is, of course, running against uh, Lieutenant Governor and hopeful next governor, Mike Cooney, who, um, other than being the guy under Bullock, we know nothing about. It It, it kind of feels like we're following up uh, Clinton with Gore here because we got Bullock, we got <laughs> the figurehead, and then we have this, this Cooney guy, Al Gore. Very exciting. I really hope they start putting out some ads or something for this guy, because uh, this feels a lot like, um, how was it, Catholic, Williams or Curtis, one of the two. Like, they they both, neither of them really ran a bunch of ads. It wasn't a big hype train like it was when Tester ran. Well, uh, there's it's, um, money involved, and these uh, Gianforte is pretty much self-funded. He's taking donations, but he can loan himself, uh, you know, several million dollars, which he has done to this point, for his own campaign. Well, yeah, he's uh, he's from California. That's it. Uh, he's yeah. a billionaire from California. 
Yeah, so he can afford to fund himself. So um, for the people that are even excited about Gianforte, knowing that he can and is funding himself, why would you send him your hard-earned dollars? Um, so you are on the right. There's other candidates who could likely don't have that option. Your local representatives could need your assistance. I mean, that sounds kind of socialist-y to go, like, giving them your money. Well, that's what they want. I, uh... To each their own, I suppose. Anyways, um, yeah, no, and then you, the other guy running, too, also, California. Oh, I don't think California. he's a millionaire, but oh, no, who no, knows? Yeah. Doesn't he have his own plane? Is that Dane's plane, or is that Gianforte's plane? Who has the plane? Uh, Gene Forte's got a plane, I believe. Yeah, but he, I, I'm sure he he lets uh, Danes borrow it. Flies with Danes, you know. Take his personal, you know. Uh, yeah, you you take a couple more from the lobbyists, and maybe one day you can afford a plane like this. Haha, ha, just kidding. I I like to think there there's some lighthearted uh, jabs like that. Who knows? Do no. they let Tester come? Oh no, no, they're going to the same spot. But uh, I have ridden on a plane with Tester. I've ridden on Delta with Tester. So. Was he first class? Yeah, he was in a different section entirely. They actually let him board first. He Talk about the elites class. here. <laughs> no, he just, uh, he, he wasn't even in line. He, um, we were like moments before boarding, and then uh, Tester runs in, and his aides, aides are beside him, and he just walks right past everything, gets right on the plane. Did, uh, yeah, but like, where did he sit at me? First class, of course. Ah, uh, so like, you walk by and like, you could see him? Yes, I, I saw him, and, uh, I imagine this happens every plane flight because, of course, they're all Montanans flying in this, and they saw Tester board, so they want to talk to Tester, and then they, they'd stop. Every single every single one of the flight attendants uh, like, move it along, move it along now, get her moving <laughs> to your seat, ma'am. Like for every single uh, person, <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe he should yeah, board last. Imagine some old like, farmer. No, no, I got to talk to the son of a bitch. I sent him five bucks. He needs to hear this now. Yeah, but man of the people tester flying, although first class, but if you did have to fly twice a week, I mean, you probably splurge for that extra 10 bucks. I mean, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, you. yeah, it sucks to sit in the back of a plane. Ah, get that seat in that right next to the toilet on the... Um... Or even worse, I mean, I think the worst one's right next to the uh, exit. Because there's, like, no matter what, that seal's a little bit off. and uh, But you get three more inches of leg room. You do, but it's not worth it for the air pressure difference there for me. At least, I don't know, I always get earaches whenever I sit there. Hmm. Well, we were moving on to Danes, who is uh, on the plane with Gianforte. And his family history is a uh, bit confusing. It... His statement, his recent statement, is that his family is from Montana, but they moved down to California before his birth for work, supposedly. And then after he was born, they moved back to Montana, where he attended kindergarten till now. So he says a fifth-generation Montanan, even though he was born in California. And we've pondered this before. (laughs) How long is long enough to be a Montanan? I mean, we, we give... Kathleen Williams sort of, we, we passed the eye on that because she was a, a military brat growing up, so, and then came to Montana. Um, so we sort of let that one go, but we're not doing the same for Danes. Obviously not a military association there, but do we just let her off the hook because it was a, uh, a military army brat thing, or? 
Um, and I'm asking well, I mean, she hasn't taken such a hard stance on people coming into uh, our territory from outside of it, I guess. So, oh, I guess that again. there isn't as much irony in it. Uh, so the irony no, now. I, yeah, that's no, why I haven't made such a big stink. No, but Mexico won't let the, us uh, in. The irony with Danes and Gene Forte taking the stance they do on borders. I feel it's worth pointing out, uh, you know, that they're kind of, you know, what a lot of Montanans would consider, you know, jokingly the invaders as well, being, you know. Fucking Californians uh, coming to Montana and bringing their California values up here, right? Is oh God, you know they come now with their Ben and Jerry's ice cream and their <laughs> almond milk. Uh, are you sure they're not? There isn't a mass exodus from Vermont. That's. <laughs> I mean, they're they're both from Bozeman, aren't they? I'll yeah. never forget Bozeman's the first place I saw a Tesla charging plant. Oh yeah, well um. There's and all I there. could think to myself is that's so Bozeman. It is. Bozeman is mostly imports. So uh, Bozeman is sort of the yuppie community of Montana, I feel. And as a result, uh, they were the first to get hit with the virus really hard from people coming to Montana to escape the virus. And they brought it with them. Yeah, because they had um. well, they have the school there too, so... Well, so does Missoula, though. A big outbreak as a result of that. But Missoula County doesn't have the same numbers as Gallatin County. It just exploded over there. Because, you know, Missoula, although kind of up class in places, is still um, the dirty version of Bozeman, pretty much. Um, People aren't buying their third homes in Missoula to, you know, summer over here. That's Bozeman. Mm. So, anywho, um, Danes. He recently listed that he's a fifth-generation Montanan, and if you look back at some of his earlier campaign material, um, that number has changed. He used to say back in uh, 2014, or in 2014 he added two generations for fifth. In 2002, when he was running, he claimed he was a third generation. Before that, he just claimed he was a Montanan. So maybe uh, next time he'll be uh, here before the Indians. So he'll be a tenth-generation Montanan. Yeah, he's, uh, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't like it. Well, let's, uh, speaking on Danes, uh, talk about his China thing, because it's sort of a quagmire in how this China business is handled. I mean, the left is quick to say, um, the left who seemingly wants to cooperate with China on some things is quick to point out that he, uh, he worked in China and has close ties to China, and he's wants to say that his ties to China will uh, benefit the country and Montana in some way. I'm not sure uh, how China would affect you know, us here, other than getting cheap stuff in the mail, but he's, uh, he's touting that line. So it'll be interesting. Well, we're supposed to like buy American and stuff. I don't understand this. I don't buy it. You don't, don't buy American? American? I mean, you... No, I mean, I, I don't <laughs> buy this... Uh, you know, ties to China nonsense if we're supposed to be buying American. Well, you're right. We, uh, one should be, in my opinion, not because I'm particularly nationalist, because, uh, here in America we have protections and seemingly everybody is, um, treated fairly, unlike China, where things are made for pennies by sometimes even slave labor. 
So, and that, that's just my stamp. We're getting outside of Montana again to go to China. My goodness. Terrible, this Bryce. That's when all my opinions start getting wild. I don't understand what I'm talking about here. Yeah, well, yeah, outside of Montana is a scary place that we don't need to worry about right now. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out, because he is tying in that uh, Trump support, and Trump does want people to think he is tough, tough on China, China as he says it. But Danes <laughs> is in, uh, I wouldn't say in tight with them, but at least has it. I wonder if he speaks Mandarin. Oh, man, that'd be wild if he like can speak fluent Mandarin or something. No, it, you imagine it, that? Like, if there was a tape of that, that could swing the election. That, just set off the red flags like wild. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe it would be like Beto trying to speak Spanish. I don't know if you remember that. It was unnatural. you reading that from a prompt. <laughs> anyway, the Greens are out. There's going to be no Green Party on the ballot this November. So thanks, Democrats. Well, uh, you know, maybe they should have followed the rules. You or understand. not been funded by the GOP, which um, is pretty much an open fact at this point. Yeah, I guess uh, next year maybe find funding elsewhere. Or collect signatures enough to, to do it. Um, so, in Montana, you still have the Libertarians. Um, they're, they're sort of a party. Somehow they qualify, but the Greens couldn't get it together to actually be on the ballot. As you recall from a uh, previous cast, that the, uh, the Greens were petitioned to be on the ballot and paid all the fees to be on the ballot. But the Green Party themselves um, was sort of almost dissolved and had no part in this. So they didn't go out and collect their signatures. Somebody else uh, was paid probably from Portland again. They, they bust them over so they can collect signatures for the Green Party. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. Soros there, he puts his money to work. These college kids, they'll, they'll work for probably just weed as it is. So, you know, weed and McDonald's. I mean, cut out the middleman. You don't even need to pay him. Just get him that weed. <laughs> Exactly, uh, that's what I'm saying. You just speaking get some of weed, bag of weed and drops them off in Missoula and, you know, problem solved. It's going to be on the ballot again. So maybe we'll be a uh, much more green state come this November. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I have a feeling it'll pass, but, you know, we'll. we'll <laughs> yeah, I, I've been surprised before, though. I mean, when you look at places like Oregon, Colorado, Washington, uh, sort of the places that we like to hate on. Um, they did sort of, they did this first, so I imagine that, uh, some people that have no relation to weed and could care less about anybody else using weed might, uh, vote in that regard simply because it's a, you know, it's a Portland thing. Damn weirdos over there. Oh, yeah. Jeez, just watch the, they're they're gonna go associating it with Portland. That'll be the end of it. Well, there's already sort of campaigns popping up to not have weed and it's uh they display like the um you remember the just say no ads of the 90s or this is your braid on drugs or here they've yet to pull out the portland card there joe just you wait we have some pretty terrible stuff come out out that so there is a film ranch a yellowstone film ranch is uh hoping to bring Productions to Montana, Hollywood productions, Western productions. Um, is there a big demand for Western movie sets that I'm not aware of? Uh, that Yellowstone movie or Yellowstone show is really big right now. So, oh, that Westwood I would, one. 
Yeah, so I assume it has something to do with that. Hmm. Well, they already have a set, I assume. Well, I mean, Yellowstone, I assume. Well, we missed this, but apparently there was a media act, which is Montana Economic Industry Advancement Act, which gives huge tax breaks to productions willing to shoot in Montana. Yeah, that's a big business, like, for a lot of places, actually, now I think about it. I mean, I'm not sure why we haven't uh, exploited this earlier. I mean, when you look at the productions like Lord of the Rings being shot in Iceland, and, um, in fact, most of most of those wilderness shows over there... Wait, you say Greenland? New Zealand. New Zealand. Ah, it's New Zealand. And Canada has a huge film industry. Yeah. And it's not same just reason. The, same tax breaks. Re- ah, tax breaks. Well, taxation is theft, so... That was a big deal when they... I forget which state it was in. I think it was Georgia, where they passed the uh, bathroom transgender stuff. And, like, a bunch of film companies, like, backed out and said they were uh, going to, you know, cease filming within the state. And, like, that put a bunch of pressure on them. Or was intended to. I doubt it did. But, uh, you know, that was the idea. That they'd be like, okay, well, never mind. We're not going to come film here. In Georgia over the bathrooms. I think I'm pretty certain it was Georgia because it was, like, The Walking Dead, I believe. I remember them. Is that show still on? Uh, good question. Let me check. Uh, I lost track when they stayed on a ranch for like I'm interested too now, because I, I know for certain everybody's dead in it from the original one. Really? Yeah, it looks like it's still going here. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. That's like ten seasons, isn't it? Yeah, ten seasons here. Oh. On season 11 now. Well, they're just holding on to that. I mean, they made it into a soap opera, just like... um. Uh, that motorcycle show, The Sons of Anarchy. How it's a soap opera with bitch, bitch bikers. bikers. <laughs> it ruined it for the one percenters. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Executive producer David Albert said in 2014 that the comics have given them enough ideas for Rick Grimes and company over the next seven years. Oh my. Seven, seven more years? Like oh, geez. You mean Young, young and the Restless? restless. Jeez. jeez. A couple more to go here, at least, here. We have a pretty good idea of what season 10 is going to be. We know where seasons 11 and 12 will be. Oh, so there, yeah, so at least 12 is what they're planning on. Oh, man. We touched on the bathroom thing. There's no bathroom news going on in Montana at the moment that I'm aware of. As far as I know, we have no bathroom regulations, I think. I may have to look that up. But... We have other things to complain about right now. Yeah, well, many other things. But I think this ties into, and sort of the same crowd that advocates for bathroom legislation, is the Save Our Children crowd. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's right there, Prime. The number one place that your kids are going to be targeted is in the bathroom by a transsexual is it? I think statistics show differently that they're most likely to be uh, abused. Well, I mean, somebody you let see them. Um, These I, people, anyone I've ever talked to that tries to, you know, throw that angle at me, uh, makes it sound like this is how it's going to happen. This is how it happens. I, I would bet that the number of um, 
yeah. you know, assaults that has happened in public bathrooms, uh, commercial public bathrooms, is pretty small. Uh, I'm I'm thinking. I don't have the number off the top of my head. But but I'm pretty certain there's been several, but it's, you know, it's about on par with what you would expect for just, you know, random occurrences of any sort of assault. And uh, because it fits that specific tiny uh, cookie cutter, uh, it gets glorified like a ton. So, Well, I have um, seen Save Our the Children protest here in Missoula. Um, they... For some reason, do it um, near the Walmart, near the intersection for the, the Walmart that smells at night, um, instead of the courthouse where um, one is already, uh, they already boarded it up. Uh, I'm not sure if that's part of construction or if they were just prepping for protest riots, but uh, as far as I know, there's been little violence at our protests here. The um, BLM protests are, have died down a lot, but there are still a few people there occasionally. But I don't know why they did that there. I mean, aren't you protesting the seeming of the perception of inaction by our court and justice system to address this uh, child safety issue? Which, why wouldn't you do it downtown where, you know, the judges are? Um, Well, you know, you can get the signs at Walmart and we don't have a ride to the courthouse. You know, mom can only drop us off downtown. I don't know. I'm just giving reasons why I would imagine kids in a college town couldn't make it down there. Are they not allowed to? Because wasn't there an issue at the courthouse not too long ago? Here, uh, there was an incident of... Uh, oh, yeah, now I remember the dispatch center's there. So, like, they... Uh, didn't they, like, flip out about that? Yes, uh, that was mentioned about their access, but our protests here, I mean, I think maximum they had down there was 50 or so people, um, and it went like a regular protest. Um, there, there was signs yeah. that was chanting. Um, um, of course, Trump people showed up to see it for themselves and hold the peace. That happened a few times when uh, the people... In case the cops need any help. <sighs> and I advocated for this, but they did it completely wrong. You... I, I suggested that, yes, you, you, you want to show up and, and keep the peace, march with them, bring a sign, talk to people that are there, be armed, whatever, with them. But no, they chose to do it in their own little group of all white cis men across the street to observe and keep the peace. So I didn't think it, I needed to explain it much further. I mean, uh, it's not something you think you need to tell people that... Uh, I mean, if you're not with the protesters and you're across the street from the protesters, that maybe they're going to see you as an adversarial force, which is exactly what happened. There was high tensions there. Uh, there were, I think, two incidents offhand of um, some assaults or violence, but that's pretty low, I think, considering... I think we're all reasonable people here, even the ones that did their counter-protest completely wrong. Because it is hard to uh. disagree when somebody says... Yeah, the black lives. Uh, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't kill these people. Maybe. Although all lives does pop up, and it's disappointing every time I see it. Yeah, it'll never get old. There, um, every time I hear "all lives matter," um, it's the same type of person saying it. Hmm. I've never experienced racism in whitefish. Those people. <laughs> uh Anywho, well, progress will be made despite them, so we'll just uh, 
leave that one at that. But have you seen, um, or is there, a uh, representation of the um, Save Our Children? I, I, I wouldn't even call it a movement at this point. Um, so I'm not sure. Well, actually, you know, now that you mention it, let me circle back around because I always forget that it's linked to Save Our Children, but um, Save Our Children, actually, that's one where I've seen people from both sides uh, jump in and, like, you know, they're tweeting the same stuff. And it does seem like we can sure all agree on that. the same demonstration there, because, like, yeah, exactly, and it is. It's like, well, I think we can all agree that uh, child rape is bad, and, you know, yeah, well, okay, uh, you know, I'll help you make a sign then, and then... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I can think of at least a couple uh, like hard left friends of mine on Facebook uh, who do post Save Our Children stuff quite frequently. And yeah, no, I, I I don't know how you couldn't agree with it. I'm not sure what the what immediate steps they they're looking for to to reach that goal or any goal other than you know chanting. I mean, when we first started seeing BLM and Antifa really pop up. Um, first they, they had sayings and stuff and I was like, okay, this is something that maybe we can get behind, but what's the step to get to where we want to be? And they, for better or worse, came up with defund the police and some other things, but uh, I haven't seen that on this side yet or on this movement yet. So maybe they come up with a goal of, um, I don't know, hold pedophiles accountable or get rid of judges that give lenient sentences. That seems ideal or not do what California did. In fact, that's probably a good rule in life to not do what California does. We'll just do our own thing. Well, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, no, I think a lot of that happens with, um, like, the Epstein stuff right now. Because that's still an ongoing thing. So I think that ties back into Save Our Children quite a bit. People want to see, uh, you know, justice get served and, you know, the full to the fullest extent with everything to do with uh, what's-her-face, just, just lying... Giselle oh. oh, she's still alive for Maxwell. Now. Uh, yeah, probably pretty distraught, but still heart beating, neck intact for the moment. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's funnel our rage. Uh, some hear about the rail in Missoula, whatever. Um, people want to bring trains here again, directly from Portland and Washington. Ironically, we'll see if that happens. Uh, moving on to Bozeman being on fire. We are somehow running long, Bryce. But there's not really a limit. I mean, we could do this all night if we wanted. But Bozeman is on fire. The mayor has stepped down because apparently he's a jerk. <laughs> you see, okay, well, I gotta say, uh, this is quite the day to be seen as a jerk mayor, uh, just given what happened to that mayor out in Minnesota. I don't know if you guys saw the video. Uh, look up Minnesota mayor arrested. It's Oh, I heard Pretty hilarious, the video. Like, he just walks straight up and starts harassing these cops that are trying to do a traffic stop, and um, oh, rightfully so, we don't know what the reason for the traffic stop is, and this is just like a second cop pulling up, as second cops do all the time, just to be like, hi, would you pull him over for, man? You know, I've had that happen to me multiple times, and like, you know, more than not, the cop will leave half the time I've had him stay until the end of it, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but this guy shows up and immediately starts telling these two cops that they're dicks. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that's some maybe misplaced anger. And then, like, his dog gets loose, and they're like, and now your dog's loose on the highway, sir. And 
he immediately was like, well, he wouldn't be if I didn't have to stop and harass you guys. <laughs> uh, and arrested him. Well, probably rightfully so. Um, <laughs> just real quick, I, I will say that there is uh, some anger towards uh, law enforcement, and I think given recent events, rightfully so. But placing that anger on the individuals doing their job is misplaced unless they happen to be doing something wrong. So, Precisely. And these poor guys literally, like, you know, this is a side of uh, a highway. This guy had, from the looks of the video that was released, you know, no way he would have known because uh, it looks like he just walks up from behind it on the side of the interstate there, you know? Wow. Well, so. uh, I'd like to hope that can happen in Montana, but... Uh, jerk mayor. Uh, he had numerous allegations that he uh, bullied staff and interfered with city administration and apparently was bad enough to get him to step down. Um, but in this day and age of politics, I thought uh, being a bully that gets stuff done was uh, was a good thing. I, uh, I, I guess not. guess you gotta have people that'll uh, be a bully and then like you know people are gonna take that, but maybe he worked with other bullies. Instead of people that were going to take that. We're not going to take that. So I put it under the uh, headline, Bozeman is on fire. And it's also literally on fire. It burnt the uh, the M for their hiking trail over in Bozeman. That, I guess, uh, is no longer vegetation. And the uh, the same thing almost happened in Missoula. We uh, The hill right next to the M burnt. Yeah, uh, I was surprised, actually. The hill, like, I think it's Hill 57, it's called, in Great uh, Falls. Doesn't that start on fire that every year? Not yet. Um, you know, the summer is not over just quite, but usually at least once a summer that place or that hill catches on fire in some regard. And this time it stayed unlit and I was surprised. Well, it's, it's not over yet. We've got some hot temps coming yeah. up. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I remember one time it like it was oh, not even two or three days later and like it caught on fire a second time. <laughs> Oh, it must have been a training exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving back to Great Falls, NDO. That's not a thing. That's the non-discrimination ordinance. Uh, Well, uh, non-discrimination ordinance, um, nearly... They're not even going to discuss it. Will not be voted on by the commission. Not even a discussion. I can imagine that. I mean, it, it seems that at the point, uh, because when they say we're we're not going to vote on this, you don't know whom is yay or nay, but if they vote on it, then you have a vote on record to who is against the NDO and who's in favor. So them saying that is sort of a, uh, uh, the town was pretty split on that, wasn't it? It was. And you think that such a split would, uh, you know, indicate the need for a vote. But they are uh, apparently deciding not to do anything. I mean, at the point where you have two special meetings on the subject, uh, after one three-hour-long session of uh, community input on it, you, you'd think at that point, you're like, well, we need a vote on this, yay or nay, and you schedule another session to do that or do it then. But they, um, what was the argument against it? I, I can't even recall. I believe the main argument was that there wasn't a need for it because there, there's no discrimination. Yes, um, yeah. which is hilarious too because like the people, I'm trying to think. The one comment I saw said, um, "You know, there's I've never seen any discrimination towards them, 
and uh you know if even so you know we shouldn't have to make special rules for them if they want to live a godless lifestyle and it's like oh gosh you guys are really missing the main point here in this i think well some it comes back to the cakes always the cakes i mean how always, well i mean yeah you say that it always comes back to god though i think is really what it comes back to well it jeez, oh, it, yeah. it comes back to yeah. what uh, yeah well lots of things could um i i feel that this issue has um the issue against lgbtqt rights and just anything to do with them advocating against it is uh has gotten an unwarranted amount of tension from these people on the christian and evangelical right for what reason i don't know it's uh I think one of the, I think it's mentioned twice in the Bible or something. Yeah, but look, man, um, Jesus never spoke on this specific these people subject. Are just very like hard set on this. I mean, even Jerry Falwell, like, ah, I'm pretty Jerry sure he Falwell. stayed on the other side of the room when uh, the pool boy was balls deep in his wife. I don't think that he got in there uh, at all at the same time. I think he waited until you know uh, session one was over before player three entered the game if you know what i mean uh you had to bring up Fallwell. so um there are some well yeah, there are some that say like cohen for example i don't know if you can believe the guy but he says that uh Fallwell actually doesn't like trump at all and was blackmailed into giving him an endorsement on this very subject blackmailed on the cucking subject well i mean if that's the case then he should have just owned up to it and been like hey who's next and yeah, then you, like think? that would have just really been a, a real, uh, real, uh, you know. I think we would have had respect for him if he said, uh, "People make mistakes. We'll give them that. People make, uh, and who knows? Maybe they don't even consider this a mistake. Maybe this is their thing. People, People do practice. practice. They seem pretty device. happy in those pictures I saw. Like they, oh, that one with him and that woman that's not his wife on the yacht. That picture. Uh the one where he obviously just had sex with this woman, because you can tell in pictures. Oh, where um, like he's holding the drink and he's got his pants in zip. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, ah, he totally just did that. Jeez, ah, well, that's dumb. And these things have a way of coming to the light. I think so. Uh, one way or another, but maybe blackmailed, maybe not, uh, or maybe this is uh, maybe this his entire thing. Jerry Falwell Jr. is not his dad, Jerry Falwell, and has never been. But I'm thinking that uh, I listen to a lot of right wing radio. I probably shouldn't, and I listen to some even evangelical right wing radio. Also, probably shouldn't. But for the past year or so, they've been trying to sort of distance themselves for Jerry Falwell Jr. So distance themselves from him. Yeah, maybe, maybe they, they saw, saw this sort of thing, thing coming. Like uh, sort of the phrasing I heard is, uh, um, it was part political sermon basically, um, and it was talking about how you you can't serve two gods. How um, if you're uh, a real real believer that's doing stuff that you don't have a place in politics that they're mutually exclusive. And then they start talking about Jerry Falwell, and they're like, well, he chose politics, so he's not with us anymore. So they've been trying to distance themselves for a year. 
So maybe they had a, uh, a heads up that something was going down on him. So Anyway, how did we get on Jerry Falwell? Oh, the, uh, the gays. Uh, say it again. Um, the LGBTQT community in Great Falls, which will apparently in the near future not be enjoying equal rights protections on the local level. What about them? I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Like, it broke out. Oh, yeah, uh, the internet here. The joys of living in the middle of nowhere. So, <laughs> um, I was saying they will uh, not get equal protections at the local level, at the Great Falls level. There are some state and national protections, but they uh, only pertain to, I think, national matters and uh, hiring matters. Um, but as far as in housing, policing, etc., they are um, there's no civic ordinance saying you cannot discriminate against them for uh, being LGBTQT. Yeah, it's uh, going to be shitty. I have a feeling, and uh, we're going to see a lot more. I don't know viewpoints come out. Well, well most other large cities, that we even got uh, Billings doesn't have one. I think Billings being the. Uh, it's Billings and Great Falls. Billings, I believe, had one and got rid of it. They got rid basically of it. Basically, the same. Basically, the same thing. Like they're uh, saying, like, we have. There's no need for this nonsense. And oh. uh, everyone else. <laughs> basically, everybody in you know the other big towns in Missouri, uh, Montana are looking at them wide-eyed, like, uh, "What? Do, whoa! This is quite the flex you guys are doing." Which it's a very weird one, though. All right, um, Billings actually voted on it, so they went further than the Great Falls City Council and actually did a vote on it. Um, six to five, it was defeated the last time it came around. So, yeah, they actually uh, had the balls to go on record and say they don't support it, which is uh, more than I can say for the Great Falls City Commission. Yeah, well, they're... Uh... <laughs> Great Falls City Commission. Sometimes I tell you, uh, this, you know, I, I was promised. I know change. they're listening coming. right now. I was, I was promised, promised change, change, Bryce. Change, change. is it's, coming. Uh, coming right over the horizon here at some point. Well, what change it is. It doesn't appear know. that there is. This would have been changed, but as you see, yet again, we don't need to change. We're going to keep it all exactly the way it is. It is the uh, big uh, good old boys club, as they say. Uh, it's yeah. weird that the person that uh, a lot of people voted for to make that change has um, become stagnant. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I you know could have very yeah, shocking, isn't it? Huh. And what is that guy doing other than uh, I guess having Facebook fights with uh, what is it, crust punk kids on Facebook? Uh, I don't know. He's because that's all I've seen him do recently. Just is... to clarify, you're talking about our commissioner who posts uh, public comments from his personal Facebook page, but then um, goes further to, uh, you know, talk down to anybody who has the balls to criticize or um, talk out of line, I guess you could say, in yeah. reply to his posts. Correct, and the sort of it just blows me away. Like he drops the stuff. Like that's the, where I learned that uh, you know they weren't going to be voting on the NDO order, and then in the comment section immediately it was like, well, don't come onto my personal page 
uh, you know, talking all this nonsense, and it's like, well, buddy, maybe you should have like a you know, yeah, separate word page. Falls page <laughs> then, if you're so sensitive about people uh, shitting on your on, on well, the personal he one, does, there. but he does, but he posts a lot of the same to both. He, there is a um, he does have a work page, so to speak, but it's kind of mirrored with his regular page. It's the same stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think he posts uh, the uh, articles that are written by ECB staff on his uh, on his official page, but on his personal page, he will do the ones written by ECB staff, quotation marks. We covered that before, so... Yeah, uh, that is, you know, covered it once. We will be back on that one again, I have a feeling, because, like, I, that still is odd to me. Is it odd to you, Jim? It, it feels odd to me. Yeah, it's uh, very odd. Well, we'll uh, continue the journalistic work. We still need to find out who... Um, what's that one cowgirl Montana blogger? MontanaCowgirl.com had the website. was run by the Schweitzer folks. Might not even be a girl. Yeah, and then afterwards it went away forever, and then it started reposting all of a sudden on Twitter, we found. Yep. Well, for our last bit of thing, the GOP really hates mail-in votes, and they're actually suing another another Montana lawsuit to stop all mail ballots in Montana. Uh, I already have my absentee, oh. and on top of that, the United States Postal Service is sending out flyers, uh, letting everybody know that you know, 15 days ahead of time, you need to try to make sure that you are registered for your absentee ballot. They so made the postal none of this service that gets in the way political and are using it as some sort of bargaining chip. It's I don't understand the end goal here. I mean, uh, before it was obvious that it's being undermined by some people that uh, everyone was pretty happy with the postal service. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> this is a, a, a new thing that we're like not tolerating all of a sudden to me as well. Well. Well, with that, we'll let you know what happens with those GOP lawsuits. There's two of them. They're getting rolled into one about the all-mail-in votes. Um, it does not pertain to absentee ballots. Those are still allowed and will still work if your ballot gets to where it's going. Um, I have directly noticed a decrease in performance in my postal service, unfortunately. So, hopefully it'll get there. <laughs> Very recently. Weird that this happens at the same time. Um, we'll keep you updated on that, and I guess that's the last thing on the news here. Let's, uh, run through the business and put out episode 42, Spotify, we won't be on. Indeed. Uh, again, you know, you're probably hitting this up on the website, montanavoicespodcast.com. If you'd like to hit us with any kind of comments, questions, concerns, or what was the thing we were talking about earlier? Oh yeah, Antifa. If you're a member of Antifa or know somebody in Antifa and want to get us in touch with them so we can you know prove to us that they exist and they're a real thing uh you know drop us a line montana voices at gmail.com i think it's fake uh twitter at montana underscore voices facebook account at montana voices podcast you can search all of our webs or episodes on youtube montana voices podcast <laughs>